Good day, good evening, good night, and welcome to our 152nd podcast. Janina, you're flirting with danger. We're going to get a message from YouTube. Was that too long? Girl, I don't even know how the metrics is, but I guess they just listened to the first 15 minutes, 15 seconds, and they're like, oops, they did it again. They did it again. <laughs> well, we apparently we can't monetize whenever you know these things happen. What's that like full on? <laughs> but welcome to a 152nd podcast. It's a lovely day out in New York. It's not too hot, it's not too cool. And I'm assuming that if you paid for a ticket in Paris and you're not an employee, you might also be happy with today's event. But I don't know, but before I go any further, let me introduce my co-hostesses with the mostesses. We have Andrine from Soli Tennis Travels. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderfully. I have a wonderful cup of Earl Grey tea and I'm raring to go. Is there anything in this Earl Grey tea besides milk and a tea? That <laughs> yeah, I wanna know. Is this an Irish <laughs> cup of tea? Just Tell milk, the truth. Just milk and Federal fan tears, maybe. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> I am drinking just a regular cup of black tea. So, oh, Tony's here with his 12 friends. Yeah, I just shut that shit down. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I don't know, but you be shaded. You be shaded, Tony. You be trying to come off like a nice, cool guy, but you be shaded. And, of course, as we speak of Tony, we got to speak of Janina from Farin, Ohio. How are you doing, Janina? I'm just great. <laughs> Thanks for asking. How are you? I'm okay. And you know, today, fans, there was no hiccups. Janina was on time. She was in I the saw right the whole place. damn thing. I mean, she's out a whole damn thing. And I mean, that's even crazy. No church today. No internet church today. She devoted You know what? I did see that it was live, and I almost um reached out to Chris to tell him that it was time to go to church, but I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. Girl, well, you, you missed out on a word because I'm not sure if you got much from today. She did though. She went to the Church of Nadal today. I did. I I went to praise Rafa. <laughs> Wonderful. I mean we have number 12. It's number like a Catholic 12. church though so watch out. It's like no it's like deep like like 12 apostles. Twelve <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a crazy number, is it? Has anyone won a title that many times? Anyone, anytime, even when they were free? Like you just roll up in the I final? Know, maybe Margaret Court? <laughs> <laughs> I think, actually, I think they were doing something like that on, the oh, on NBC. They were talking about... Um, when the tour was um was not the tour that we had now there were people who for whom like the roland garros or like the australian open were like their national championships so they won it quite a few times but they wouldn't count they wouldn't count that as a real slam count no never <laughs> oh <laughs> you know so they were pretty dismissive of the number so that in many ways rafa stands alone at roland garros for his achievement there even so, like um, at any like on a like on a other tournament i mean i fed her one hala like eight times or something like that um but I it's think not 12 it doesn't matter yeah, yeah we're it's at 12 yeah i don't think anyone's won anything 12 times I don't only think margaret court 
Yes, I think so. She's the only one. That woman was really, really savaging up the court. Well, I mean, no, I mean, Australian Open became her national title because no one was going down there. Just like, that's what I'm saying. That was the point they were making is that they were right. I mean, I, I do want to put this in context, though. What a great champion Margaret Court was. We can't, you know, <laughs> we what is can't what dismiss is happening here? that. Oh, yes, we can dismiss wait, it, particularly wait, for stop, the June. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Tanina, Tanina, were yeah. you contacted by sponsors? What's going on? Uh, exactly. Yes, I was contacted by the Margaret Church <laughs> of Cleansing, the LGBTQ community. I want to make this announcement official. This will be Reels' last podcast. We are going to disassociate ourselves from him as Sunday. Not when gay white men are already being messy in Pride Month. You're not going to be doing me like that. I know. How dare no. you try to put Margaret Court up there? Okay, sorry. Oh, Margaret Court. Thank you, DJ Sama. DJ Sama 21 just found out Margaret Court has 11 Australian Open. But most of those were friends and family. DJ, DJ, DJ Sam out. Look, look. Most of those were friends and family. Look. But I mean, can't we say the same for Rafa's? But however. True. True, right? I mean. Let's just get into it. Um, So what did you think? I mean, let's just start with the live tennis that we just saw. So I am happy to report that I saw it from first ball to the last. That never <laughs> happened. I don't remember the last time I've watched an entire French Open final on the men's side. It's been years. It's been years, years, years. I don't even know if I saw that. I'm going to be honest. I saw the end, but I don't know if I watched it all. You missed um, the drama when the man ran on cold and touch Federer and all that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. He knew. He knew more than anyone else this shit was not going to happen ever again. And he risked jail and liberty <laughs> and his freedom to be like, I touched Federer when he did this miraculous one-hit wonder. <laughs> right? Let me get a grab a hole. <laughs> but I, I did I did watch it all. And um, ultimately, the further the match went, so I thought, okay, this is great. First set, great tennis, high level of play, um, amazing shots. And Dominic team was in it until the end, right? Mm-hmm. Looked great. And I thought, I don't give a fuck. He can't keep up with this. Like, mm-hmm. he's not. I never once thought he had a shot, even before it started. Even after I saw how good, well he was playing, I never thought he had a shot. And then. Full disclosure, let me tell y'all something. So when it was one Nadal, first opening game, Janina Texan was just like, yeah. Dominic doesn't have to stand a chance. I was like, girl, he never stood a chance. You're just like, yeah, wait, but wait, I thought maybe. You guys never thought Dominic Dominic team stood a chance? No, I never <laughs> thought he had a chance. I thought he had a chance to get a set, and then uh-huh. I decided early in set one that he didn't even have yeah, that. After but the first he did game, squeak. she was just like, no, Nadal, Nadal looked like she basically, Nadal looked like he was beasted. Like Nadal came out, Nadal came out to prove something. She didn't mm-hmm. think he was going to get a, game, a set. And I was just uh. like, and then when he did, I was like, oh, he's really pissed off now, which he was. <laughs> and then that was so that were, was game, set, match. So you were watching the match entirely from the perspective of, like, what Rafa could control and what he couldn't control. You didn't think Dominic team had any kind of hand in the match. Listen, at, Rafa's better, period. He's better at everything. And it was just a moment of when is he going to raise his level? Because mm-hmm. Dominic team is fit. And even, and I don't want to hear any shit. Nobody better talk about scheduling or how he played over several days because he team himself put that to bed 
before the match even started. He's he the said, company man. We are professional. I don't care that what he said was true, and people need to take note. We are professional athletes. We, I don't think I think true. it's true. We train for this. We have to be prepared because you never know when it's going to happen. But even if you don't think it's true, he said it, and we have nothing more to go on other than his word. Except That's for it. the fact that his team requested a Monday start. I don't care. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care. But it's a I don't lot. care. So you, you're just you know, exactly you it's true. To accept his press conference comment as opposed to what actually happened. Hey, which is say what you mean. mean. Say what you mean. It doesn't that's all we. That's not. Well, what he's, he's not gonna say that unless we're talking exactly. about Serena. First of he's all, he's gonna, gonna, yeah, he's gonna be savage for that, which is exactly what he ended up doing, right? Because he was playing ball. He was playing ball like, oh Listen, no, it's he all was gonna get his ass good. kicked, I'm no matter. Uh -uh. Da, 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 da. But he was like, his team did legitimately try to move it to Monday, recognizing that the poor scheduling would potentially have an impact on Dominic's team. Okay, that's great. So he but, would have been more rested tomorrow, and so would have Rafa, and he would have got his ass beaten, probably even worse. That's fine, but he however, my point was he's the one who said it doesn't matter. So I don't want to hear people bitching about it. It came and out of you, his mouth. You can say that, but it's what I he do said say that what he said and what actually happened are two different things. So we True. basically are offering you a contrast to what he said. It's fine that you don't care, but I'm just saying that's in contrast to what but we're going to hear this whole said. narrative about how no we won't we won't no, really we won't. hear that no, we won't really hear that, that. because no one really? i don't think anyone no. legitimately thought that what they probably would say was that we would have had our far more competitive, competitive match yeah but the, yeah. the end was inevitable rafa was going to win david i was going to win his 12th french open there was yeah. no question about that and I yeah, mean, I, I think is, is legitimately, is, yeah, is how do you help? How do you help to make sure that this is, first of all, you have an inevitable slam. Let's just call it. You have an inevitable slam on the men's side. That's just how it is. So your job is to see how you can make it as interesting, especially for the viewer and the fan as possible. Even the ones paying the ticket because certainly they didn't show up for this shit. Yeah, and unfortunately for, for them, I don't think the tournament did a good job on the men's side for that. I think they frankly screwed over the, the whole Novak thing, side, the Novak side of that draw, they really did. I mean, whatever, that's not their intention, but that's exactly what happened. And so that is part of the storyline is like, you have done a poor job with scheduling and setting people in a, in a, in a situation where they could feel like they're going to compete at best, as best as possible. And they didn't do that. They called that match too quickly. Fine. Maybe the, I mean, how reliable is your weather people? Your weather people predicted an evening full of storm and the storm completely blew over in a half an hour. It's interesting too, right. because usually you wait. Usually you yeah. wait. Good and while. you had basically like three hours of playtime. You know what I mean? Like you had three hours of playtime <laughs> and you knew. And you see, this is the thing. And, and I think it goes back from the very beginning, right? They were banking on how, in, so, how so inevitable they knew this slam was that they knew that they could have offered the semifinals as two separate events. Yep. <laughs> and that's something that never happens at any other slam, right? You have the men's semifinals one after the other. As a pair. Mm -hmm. As a pair. It's the semifinals day. They knew this is understandable. It's acceptable. But they sold this thing as separate event. And then whether... Well, they have the top three. They have the top three guys. And they right. figure... Either of the top four because Dominic was the fourth seed, isn't he? No, but not even Dominic team. Like if you're thinking about who can sell tickets, right? You've got three guys in the game still, and they're all showing up. So however is splitting out, you think you you're thinking that Rafa is probably inevitable. So that's one slant. That's one semi. 
you're hoping against hope that Novak and Federer makes it on the other side if that's how it's going to flip out. Right. And you're like, here you go. <laughs> and then you have Dominic team, which can probably sell a potential, you know, like, oh, the young ingenue storyline. Yeah. So you knew because, I mean, honestly, Dominic was playing excellent click tennis showing up here, right? It, it was either going to be him or Sasha Zarev, right? One huh? of them was or probably uh, well, yes. Are you but talking you about have... like towards the end of the draw, or that's what you're thinking from the beginning? No, no, no. I'm thinking this is what they're thinking. I think from the beginning, the assumption was that Dominic team would probably be comfortable. I, don't, I wouldn't think that they would think Sasha was going to make it, but I definitely yeah, I mean, yeah. right. But but I mean, you had that possibility. Even if he didn't get there, yeah. you either were going to get a Fabio or you were going to get a um, Sasha Zarev. You were going to get someone else to complete that that quartet, right? Yeah. But you you looked more than likely you were going to get Federer, Nadal. And Djokovic in the set somewhere, somewhere you, you were sure of that, or at the very least, you were gonna get Nadal and Djokovic. So that is at least you could sell two separate things. And with the weather situation, that just so you had this situation where you you couldn't you couldn't alter that situation, right? Because you sell two separate tickets. I don't know who pays for one match unless it's the finals. That is some <laughs> that is so insane, right? That's such a it weird so thing. Like really and truly, but I guess it they, they probably got like some sort of a market value where I people predominantly it. felt that you know I I don't want to see when I I, I just want to see the Nadal Federer <laughs> ticket, right? And that's it. I don't want to pay for a second ticket. I don't want to. You watch think the they're crowd. like totally different groups of people? I was curious about that because that was a big concern. Well, it showed. It showed, it showed in the stand. No, I was saying, do you think they were wholly different people? Like, do you think the people who showed up for the first semis are totally different from the one who showed up for the second? Or was um, it, it wasn't anybody. No, it was because... staff. <laughs> but no, but I mean, if you look at these stands, when you look at the stands for the second match. No one was there. <laughs> they left after the second, after the first match. Well, it also that also demonstrates to some degree that that was a that's a that was like a selfish market move. That yeah, because it was probably be, the market just. How did we just get center. here? Well, because that that was a legitimate part of the biggest problem that they created. Is that right? They because it's why we had Dominic playing four days. They they limited their options, which was so strange. Why would you constrain your options like that when? Tennis is already sort of like a dubious start and stop time anyway. Exactly. So by adding this like other and element, you have weather. You have this money weather. into it. Yeah. Ooh, it like created a mess. Because yeah, you're right. No other slam separates it like that. And so you had the situation where, and That's you know, there is also a rule that once a match starts on a court, it must be finished on that court. So they couldn't move this event <laughs> in order for the women's finals to start on time to Suzanne Long Long. They couldn't do any of that. Constrained. But however, let's um, but I think what Janina wanna know, how do we get from the match itself? So you had a sense of inevitability about the outcome, no matter what no matter what shape Dominique showed up in. That's no. interesting because I didn't feel like that was I feel I felt like I felt like this RG had done a really good job of creating a little bit of doubt, even even with the inevitability that there Why? was a thing. How? Where? Yeah, you know what? Because I think, um, you know, sometimes a story emerges in the tournament as you're watching. You know, as you're watching people go through the draw, it looks like it is their moment. Like, I feel like even though Dominique team had struggled, I felt like the struggle was more about him getting his game right, as well as also him appreciating the moment that he's actually a favorite. Right. And so it's like he struggled the first couple matches, not five sets, but four. And then he just kind of cleaned up his game and tightened his game up all the way from Monfils on. And he just seemed like he was in a ready space for when he encountered Djokovic. Did you think that Dominic Thiem and the Novak Djokovic match was a, was a, um, was inevitable as well? 
So I did not expect Dominic team to win that match. I, I did not. Um, the, where I sat before that match was Federer will lose mm-hmm. unless some catastrophic miracle happens, right? And Rafa's Diarrhea, in food poisoning on Rafa's side. But that- and then I said to myself, if it's Novak and Rafa mm-hmm. in the final, I actually expected Novak to take it. Yeah. If it's anybody anybody other than Novak in the final Rafa will win that's been my that's been where my head is the entire time um when Dominic team beat Novak I didn't get to see all of it I saw bits and pieces on this day that day whatever and I scoreboarded it but it was weird it was really weird so I didn't think that that was such a huge win for Dominic because I felt like Novak was out of sorts somehow but he had no, but you know what's so interesting about that is that yes, Novak was out of sorts, but so was Dominique. And so it was interesting to watch them both kind of struggle. And usually, if that's happening, you're counting on Novak to tighten up his game, and right? Game. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And he but didn't he really didn't like, I mean, he, you know, what it's I almost think, like he wanted to lose the match. I mean, it's either he wanted to lose the match or really the court was shit, like he was stuck and falling off, you know, which he can do. But it was like, I don't know what he felt like he was playing on. It looked like he looked, he looked like he was playing on ice. He just had no. And he was missing badly in the middle badly. of the net, well wide. It's just like, I'm... what were you thinking? Like, <laughs> like, I haven't seen Novak play that bad in a long time. Um, maybe, 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 maybe the final against Rafa, where he, where he was also out of sorts. I mean, so yeah, it was like, it was, it was interesting that Dominic team won because, um, because he served for the match, got broken, right. and then you thought to yourself, okay, Novak's in this again. Right, right. And then it was like, what the hell is going on here? It was like, it was yeah. like, it was like pre-2011 Novak. <laughs> right, exactly. It like, was, no, I, I, I was about to say, it was around this I time that Nola, Nola would um, default from the match, right? He would say, I you know, like, oh, retire. I was like, well, okay. I said, well, there was a point in time where Novak had more double faults than aces. Mm-hmm. Always in the most double faults on tour. I was like, is this where we are now? Yeah, I we thought, you know what? I felt, you know what? I, I have to say, I really felt bad for his family. You know, know their fam. You know what? They don't deserve this. They did not deserve this. What kind did of they What did they do? I mean, because you know what? I mean, I lost that match. I don't know that team won it. Be- because um, I he mean, did actually, no, 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 no. He did because team overcome, overcame. Exactly, I would say that he, he he was very passive when he served for the match and was doing things that he hadn't done. Like he was slicing balls. I'm like, boo! You've been hitting balls. What are you doing? Right. Um, and so, like, he was slicing in rallies. But at this point in time, he was like so cautious in his shot making. I was like, what are you? But I think when he had the chance again. He was he like, was I'm like, not okay. letting this shit slip I'm not going to do Yeah, I'm he, not going to I felt that Nole wanted him. Nole was like, you're yeah. going to lose this match. Yeah, and Nole, exactly. didn't, Nole didn't do anything. In, yeah, in that moment when he saw that there. Dominic was playing horribly, he was just like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to play even worse. <laughs> well, <laughs> so he I guess, but I, I feel like, I don't know, I guess, kind of I just feel like, do, like Novak, at some point, I, I don't know, like Novak could have gotten better, mm-hmm. even if Dom... Dominic team was playing poorly. Um, his next level is nowhere near the next it's level. It's true, of but Dominic That's came up I'm with thinking. a plan, though. 
Dominic, well, you know what? Good for him. Too bad he didn't have a plan today. Um, he didn't have a plan B. He may have had a plan, but he didn't have a plan B. He needed to do something different because he was playing well. The tennis serve was good. Hand, it was serve, under serve underhand. Do something. Cause no, you know what though? I have to say, listen, you know I hate Rafa, but he was feeling himself in this final. Like he looks good. I mean, this is a repeat. This is a repeat. Yeah, it's better than he's played all season. You know, I hate him, but I have. Which is why I knew he would win. He's gonna show up here always. But you know what? But he he can and can't. I mean, it depends on the opponent and how uncomfortable the opponent makes him. No, 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 no. I'm not saying you have a chance. I'm just saying. (laughs) Listen, let's not get crazy now. I'm just saying that what happens is. You can pressure Nadal so that you can get him. I'd make it messy. Exactly. You, you no, can, but you're still not going to win. No, but here's the not, thing. I think people would be chances. No, he had no, there was nobody who, nobody pressured Rafa at all throughout the tournament, which is super significant in all of his, ma- except for, they said that, okay, um, our favorite guy won a set off of him too. But at the end of the day, Rafa felt no pressure. In this in this tournament, I don't care what the crying, what no, the I didn't think I was going to no. win. None of his opponents came in with any sense of belief that they were going to take him down. Except, I really believe that Dominique liked the team. Chances. Did I, I think, think he did? I think he liked his chances. Here's the thing: I think you have to beat Nadal at the French Open. You can't think about the whole match. You have to think of it in micro. You have to yeah. micromanage. You have yeah. to think of it in small pieces. Sure. Because because I think you know when you feel because when you no 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 I, I think in FNC, especially in some French when it's such a and it's basically it's it's more about the physicality of that match than anything else. Right. If you play you like Fanini, Fanini knows that he can beat Rafa and best of three, right? On clay. So he can he can strategize in a whole match, right? He could be like, even if I get broken. It's okay, whatever. But I think that the French, even Roger was saying this, you feel that pressure immediately, right? Rafa makes you feel like, you know, everything is important. Every mistake that you make is crucial. Every half chance you had and you don't take it, it's problematic. And I think Dominic's team, after he took that first, that second set, or yeah. even in the first set, when I think he yeah. had a break, right? He was up a break. He broke Nadal first. And then he thought, okay, then he started running. And then, no, that's that's the problem right there. You have to stop and think about, nope, I have to consolidate. I can't it's think about winning the set point. just yet. Yep. I have to think about consolidate small pieces. And then we move from there and baby step. But that is hard mentally to do because after he took that second set, he had nothing. Well, just I nothing. mean, he won two and, more and games. it's so funny because he himself couldn't explain it. Like he was like, I, in, I inexplicably went to some other space and made a ton of error. I think what he didn't admit to was how much pressure had been placed on him in the first two sets. So that after he had that like peak, he sort of like had that drop. And then he just made just real, probably just stepped away mentally for like a couple minutes. And that was all that was needed. Rafa to get up on top of him and break him in that very next game. Um, I mean, and you know, the thing about it for me is like, I always, you know, I, my biggest thing about Rafa is that the body will eventually fail him, but ultimately. It doesn't fail here. It's never going to well, fail him at I Roland Garros. It's going to fail him at Wimbledon. Well, in the no, US so the body, <laughs> no, but the body is prepped to, to, to work for him at Roland Garros. He trusts his body more at Roland Garros than any place else. And when you trust your body as much as he does, which is interesting, I, it's interesting and sort of ironic given how his, his uncle Tony characterizes him as like an injured player winning 
matches, whatever. But whatever it is that makes his body, um, you know, amazing at Roland Garros, he trusts it. And so that is that is the kind of confidence that I think makes him an overwhelming favorite and also so problematic for his competitors because you can't get him to doubt himself in this moment, in this surface. You know, it just, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. Whether it's because he builds his whole body and his bowl, his whole career around right. the season, whatever it is that he and his camp does, it really, really pays off here because that's what makes it such a mountain when people talk about it. But, but here's the thing, Rafa has, look, we can't say here, you know, it is, the man is 93 and two. I just saw that number. Yeah. He is very suspect and suspicious. Look, it, we can't talk about trouble. Okay, you can't. Right, you can't talk about trouble. This is ninety three and two. But that's what I'm so, he, so that's what I'm saying. It's like oh, that, not, that, no, no. no I'm reading the comments in this section here. Yeah, that's a comfort for that's a comfort yeah. for him. So you're so, and then the thing is, and then you you accommodate him entirely in the match, right? The the one thing Nick says about Rafa is that you have to get him off. You have to unsettle him. Exactly. You unsettle him, and you let him. You let him take twenty minutes. You let him walk around like he owns the place. Like you know what I mean. Like I have I, sometimes I was looking at myself. I was looking at the match, and I was like, you know, the only person that really takes it to Rafa are people who don't give him the space. Dominic T yep. gave him so much space and so much all the time. accommodation. All the time. And all of it in both the mental capacity of it and all of it. Like Soderlund was like, I'm coming for you, boo. I'm coming. I'm going to attack. Yeah, I'm an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, all you know, those people, right? Like, you know, it's not a real He comes off the court. Yeah. He comes off the court, not talking about the tennis, but talking about how he felt disrespected. Exactly. That's what him and his fans talk about. <laughs> not that he played pistol tennis. When you, but you know what? Him, you didn't you respect have to bring him. that mentality to it. You, you have, have to bring to. that. I always say, I always say this. Had I been playing Rafa, I'd have knocked over those bottles every single day. <laughs> every I'd have kicked the kick them over I would every have train over. Fine every every single train over. I would have taken the money. I would have taken the fine. You would have called me nasty. You would have called me uncool. I would have taken the fine every single day. And every time you're you know kicking over water bottles, you no, accidentally throw. He's about to serve. Turn your back and turn. I'm like, no. I would. I would have pulled the server. I'm ready later. I would have pulled the server. You just. I you know, you have to do whatever. I you gotta do. change my racket right now. <laughs> yep. Right now. <laughs> That's probably why CC Boss would have been good. But I'm taking how take his water bottle. I would have done something even better. Bring I would have in bring all in my the bag. screaming babies. No, I would have brought a cup in my bag. Give daycare tickets to your box. <laughs> <You're horrible. laughs> no, I would have brought a cup in my bag. And when he runs, sprints to the line, I'd have walk over and pour some of his drink in my cup. <laughs> and taste it and be like, mm, I don't like it. And then pour it out on the ground. <laughs> and walk away. You can't somebody's drink. Stop it. First no, I'm not, I'm not doing it. You have no idea like, what he has in there. So you have to stop. That's exactly. Cool. I would have smelled it and I've been like, hmm, don't like it. And then pour it on the ground. <laughs> you shit. But anyway, I mean... You know, listen. For an inevitable end of the male side, I I thought the I thought the male side of the tournament did a good enough job with some matches, right? Like Rafa, you I, I think it's time. I think it's time that you do an Audra McDonald. So Audra McDonald, you know, <laughs> actress. She has six Tonys. She has one in every category available to her: best supporting actress and lead actress in a drama, in a play, or a musical. Mm -hmm. And she said, you know what? At this point. They're never gonna give me another Tony. And she by means don't really want it, even though she's still doing stellar work on Broadway. So Rafa, I think you have to take yourself out of the category. Do a do yeah. an Audra McDonald or an Oprah. 
You're just like, I can't be competing here anymore. No, don't do it. You know what? Because the television station has already that made, made that decision. ESPN was like, oh, we see where this is going. We ain't showing RG ever. So, I mean, listen, you do what you can. Um, I, For me, it's always important to see how people compete against Rafa. That's what makes or breaks who they're going to be, I think, as champs. Um, how angry they get, how resentful they get. <laughs> right. right? I see the I see that Dominic team left that court not happy, very pissed at himself, which is like 2010 Nole. And I think that that bodes well for Dominic team. Like you've got to stop no, being no, because he did the same thing last year. This was the same no, look no, he had. No, no, he last year he was happy to be there. This year he gave himself chances and he was not smiling. He didn't smile when Rafa gave him a compliment. He didn't do any of that stuff that the young ones usually do. I see Kiki kid. working that magic, right? I see the Kiki that we kind of like, <laughs> like working that magic, right? <laughs> no, listen, you know, rough is a wall for me. And so I always I always like to see how, how people compete against the inevitable. And I think, you know, I think he has learned a lesson, just like Nole did. And so let's hope he came he comes back and is his body is tight. He's got a new doctor that no one no one can understand why. And um, he's hitting balls from impossible positions. <laughs> Let me just say, Rafa got his hair done right. I mean, like, those hey, new hair plugs looking really Oh, no, cute. his hair looked like shit. Stop. No, oh, I'm sorry. Done. I thought I was, you know. No. Sorry. Mm. I mean, I think it was interesting to watch the previews of Rafa because he's been doing this for so long. Rafa's, like, younger than Federer, right? Yeah, significantly, like by four or five like years. Thirty-three, right? Yeah, they are. They are. Frederick is the older Woo! champ. He's going to be thirty-eight this year. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I don't know if the I don't know if it's if if it's winning RG or what, but that's a sacrifice that is but taking a lot. Dominic team, I'm going to tell you, you need to sail from Wimbledon. Okay, skip the grass altogether. No, no, why? Because he, last he, year he was a broken man. No, I don't think he's broken. I honestly don't think he's broken. I think he holds his head up really high. I think he made some really poor choices in that final. Um, but as Janina says, she thought it was inevitable. We thought it was inevitable. But oh, well, Brett's think, third and fourth set. Ooh. No, but you know what? That's that's gas. That's just like right. I ran both out of ideas and out of um, capacity. And I, you know, nobody wants to admit it. And nobody will, because nobody's asterisking his damn slam. He gets it. Nobody's going to remember it. But we who experience the moment need to understand that this was a person. You cannot send somebody to play Rafa in his favorite surface after 10 days of rest and tell me that this was an optimal final for Dominic team. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody wants to admit it, because once you show up, you show up and you got to play. But that's that was like not a fully... That was not a fully ready Dominic team to be able to feel proud of himself and what he can contribute. He's already looking forward to next year. Like, I need to do better. <laughs> hey, so, you do. He did, you he do did need better. To do better. He did better last. He did better than last year. He won a set. He did better than last year. He got a set. You know what? Next year, maybe you'll get two, but you probably still won't win because Rafa <laughs> will still be around and he'll oh. probably still win another one. I'm not even joking. <laughs> Who the fuck is going to beat this man? Nobody's beating him. Listen, the, French, it, the Spanish government. We'll beat him. Well, maybe I don't know, but it seems if they, once they tell him ninety without an RG title, he will calm down and realize he doesn't have to play like the devil's on his back. Ninety three <laughs> and two guys, ninety three and two. I'm just reading twelve Roland Garros title. Twelve. This 12. achievement defies belief. This it is from a fan. Many players have said it's done the I hardest one to win, and he's done it twelve I times. I don't listen. I think it's amazing. 
But you know, one of the things that's great about sport, uh, it's rarely amazing. So I say enjoy I, this. This is one thing for him. Hewitt is like, I see it, but I don't believe it. Honey, you probably should. I do. I, <laughs> I do well, want, Roland, I, I need to say something. What? Um, you know, I want to be clear that Dominic team pissed me off. I think I made that clear last podcast. <laughs> I think yeah. I made that very clear. Yeah. And because he pissed me off mm-hmm. so much and acted like a damn fool over the Serena shit, I cheered for Rafa the whole time. I'm like, you know what? Spank his little ass and send him home. Well, you were <laughs> did just okay. That. Had a little well, comment. yes, they did. <laughs> However, However, I tweeted the... I praised Rafa. I just went back and read my tweets because somebody was like, why are you so angry? You're such a, you know, you're such a hater. This isn't Federer. We get it. I didn't say anything negative about Rafa. Nothing. Not one single tweet (laughs) through the entire match was negative. I said, I don't understand why Rafa doesn't come to net more. He has such good hands, which he does. And I've always said that. I've always wondered, why doesn't he come in more? He is superb at the net, but he just doesn't come in. But when he's forced to, damn, he looks good. He looks amazing and hits some amazing shots. I'm like, surely Rafa's going to win the whole time. And I've got this crazy person coming after me on Twitter telling me that all I did was bitch and that we have a bitch fest podcast. Well, I'm glad you listen. Thank you. I was about to say I'm that. I'm really glad that you listen. Um, but why is he upset with you for cheering? Why are you so upset? I mean, I like, I don't understand. Even, why is he upset with you for cheering on Rafa? I thought that's what he was. Because apparently I wasn't cheering Rafa on. Um, oh, I, I, I mean, was like, is that your job? Is that like a job that people hire you for? I was doing nothing but showing contempt for Rafa in the French Open. I mean, this just isn't true. Well, he has the wrong person. Maybe he's just confusing black people. I'm the one that has <laughs> anyway. Kiki, apparently, <laughs> Kiki was out here yelling time at Rafa, and the umpire was Kiki, the new timekeeper. Is Kiki the Listen, translator and the timekeeper for Roland Garros? Don't fuck with Kiki. Kiki will cuss you out in 12 languages. Listen, I, listen it, com- it comes up all the time. This whole Rafa shot clock mess. The shot clock is like police wearing um, body cam. Body cam. It ain't effective if you're not really going to take the information and use it. Exactly. And use it. And the reason why the body cam is not the issue, it's the cop. And the body cam and the, uh, the mat, Rafa is not the issue, it's the umpire. The umpires don't have balls to go after and say anything when Rafa goes over time. And when and if they do, they get savaged by commentators, which is what I think is interesting. Commentators are like, oh my God, Rafa's taking so much time. And anytime an umpire's ever called Rafa this in a match- at the right time. The commentators are like, this is wrong. This is So it's like, you gotta make a decision about what you care about. And and the 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 shot clock was, always going to impact only the lower player. It's never going to impact the person. There's only been one person who's egregious at this and it's been Rafa and nobody has had the balls to say anything. And when they do, they get punished by the commentators and their fans and other people. And so, probably the establishment as well. Exactly. Whatever. Rafa, the establishment Rafa is says, known you to pick can't. up umpire. But yeah. I, I would say it's that like, it's funny that... <laughs> but it's funny because here we have, you see, tennis don't take too long to show their asses, right? Because just it is not even a year when y'all talk about the umpire decision is law, and y'all were <laughs> praising Carlos Ramos and talking about you know he was doing the thing and you know like people be mad and whatever. But when people start doing the job, you see, that's why I'm saying you know this is why y'all get to have to come out and admit that y'all criticism all the time. It's racist, anti. It's misogynoir. 
I'm it's anti-black. No, Y'all gotta come on to shit in the city. Well, it may be that. It may very well be that. But it's also just in the moment based on who's playing. Because when it's the person that they want to do well, if it's a Rafa match, they will let that umpire get away with everything. And if it's not a Rafa match, then there are different considerations to be had. But I mean, I wanted to go back to Janina's point about um, team. I think in the end, though, Janina, given what happened to team, especially throughout this whole tournament, I think team should have will have learned, hopefully learned his lesson, which is that that tournament is not thinking about him at any point in time. Nope. At any point in time. And Even he, though you're number four in the world. Yeah, yeah but you, came, you know, you came for another person who's just another cog in their system as well. And they would let that person take the blame, just like they let Nole took the blame for a decision that they made. They let Serena take the blame for a decision that they made. And now they also didn't even consider you, your rest, your body, or any of those things when your team went to them. So the lesson to learn here is quit trying to think that you are some sort of company man and that the company's always thinking of you. They didn't. Or that you are somewhat important in their whole wheel. You're a cog. You you're totally a cog. Well, you're not a spokes. You're not a <laughs> Only spokes. Only Rafa is important. You're just well, a cog. I mean, whatever. I mean, at some point in time, as soon as he starts faltering, he'll become a cog too. <laughs> oh, I'm just... so sorry, Deb. Deb said we didn't wait for the church ladies. But you know what, Deb, we were talking about Rafa, so we didn't get to Federated. So you yeah. came just in time. Well, but I'm sorry, Janina, you're being attacked. I mean, uh, tell them they have the wrong person. <laughs> You know, I just tell him to come like, for reels because I, mean, I think even I think of the big four, isn't like isn't Rafa your second fave? Cut even? it out, Andrew, and stop being silly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get <laughs> I'm just gonna go on the record here for the big three. I only have one fave. Yes, we know. We know. Yeah. Anyways, I like Andy Murray. <laughs> there you go. Mm. So she's spoiling all of it. Everybody <laughs> but me favorite feminists, right? So we're gonna um we're gonna move on. We're gonna move on. So let, let's get on to the men. Give Rafa his props for 12, 12 yeah, wins. Okay. Um, congratulations! Congratulations! I can't wait to talk about this in about twenty years. I mean, we're gonna be talking about it in our rocking chairs, and then they won't be able to erase any of those slams. But anyway, so we're gonna move on to the women's right. Let, no, let, let before we go, let's just you know for Debs, you know, what, did what we Deb really think Federer made the right decision to come here? I, I wonder. Yes, absolutely. About I do. I think so. I think it was first and foremost, I think it was great for the fans because based on Federer's reaction this morning when he tweeted that video about how it made him feel, I think it really is probably his last Roland Garros. Yeah. So I oh, think, show. I think he ain't coming back. Yeah. Federer, I, I'll let you know. I'm, I'm going to go back to a time before 2011, Federer. You'd, well, you want to forget about this, but let me just say that in 2004, Roland Garros was gift wrap for you. Then you tripped over Louis Horn of Peru. That's fine. But I think so. I think um I think it's always important to go back to a place knowing more information. So I think that the fans knew that this might have been their last chance to see him there. So whoever wanted to see him took the chance to go. So I think uh, from a fan perspective, it's always nice when you get that opportunity. And then I got listen, he got to the semis. Right, exactly. And he this man hasn't himself, <laughs> and he. Ha you don't get to skip a tournament of this size and magnitude. An entire, not even just the tournament, an entire part of the season. You don't play on clay for this long, and then you come back and you get. 
<laughs> but you know what? So it's funny. Titles. <laughs> I didn't hear any of those Federer haters who be like, oh, y'all, man, be skipping a whole season. You know, like, yada, yada, yada. He ain't legit. He ain't legit. I didn't hear a peep out of them. Not well, a single peep. I mean, you know to say you give him props to say that, you know, for someone who skipped this three seasons in a row, basically two to two and a half seasons in a row, and he came back and played so well, and many of y'all faves who were here day in, day out, they didn't got anything to say. <laughs> but you know what? The best thing is to silence your haters. And the other thing is, you know, I mean, you know, people are always, you know, I've, I've seen people said it, you know, we have no idea, um, you know, what Rafa's gone through. So there might be reasons why he's crying. The legit reason for Fed is that he was really fearful of his body on clay. And he showed that he was fearful by not playing it. So I think I think the, the sort of mental um, thing that he had to overcome about that as well. And then also he did injure himself in Rome. And then to then show up and do very well here. So I think he made a great decision. Now, if he ends up flaming out in Wimbledon, he'll probably be really upset. Yeah. But um, I wondered I about that. Janine and I spoke about that this um, this past week about whether or not I know he did well here. But, you know, Federer is a, is a man of a certain age. And mm -hmm. we do know that, you know, when you give some, you know, in one part of the, you know, you lose some in another part. Right. Like you had an excellent 2017 and 2018 was kind of like, wah, wah, yep. wah. Yep. you know, so. um I do wonder. It would be interesting to see what happens. Um, I think he'll be fine. I think because he lost. I mean, I mean, the rough. Listen, Fedal is usually on clay. Is usually a grind, you know. And you know, remarkably, it wasn't the best day for them to play. I don't think that Federer was ever going to be able to play great tennis that day. But you know what? It was remarkably quick. So that even that matchup didn't take any. Yeah, it was real quick. That it normally <laughs> does. Like no, I mean you know Fed, he loses quickly or wins quickly. Ain't none about any about any of those two anymore. So, I think it was. Um, I think ultimately it was really good. Um, and I also think the same. Yeah, I think. I think listen, was, was listen. Next. When Federer speaks, he said nobody is close to Nadal on clay. This is no, coming from the second greatest clay court player of this group of people saying it's nobody oh, is close amazing i know and he, he just even, listen he right? got better he got better on clay got after, after after he said that rafa listen rafa made two listen remember last year rafa left what did he do he left the u.s open no he left the u.s open crying he left the australian open crying and then this year he shows up two grand slam finals mm. two grand slam finals that body is tight anyway so yeah federer has said that but he did and play unfortunately, you know what you know something we have another one another interesting stat because for the first time andrean is never right you know andrean got some voodoo right the <laughs> rome she was just like may this be his only click title for the year and well you know what you know what they set they set him up nicely i think that rafa people should um give uncle tony i told y'all uncle, uncle tony, tony should say hooked this shit up right they gave him extra time on the side waiting for the final an opportunity to have fidel and make a ton of money on that match guy forger finger snaps to you boo. i'm telling you <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You know, and also a benefit. One, we brought out that bitchy side sideness of Mont Moresmo that we always wanted to see. Because Moresmo, girl, you let Serena run all over you, yeah, ragged back in the day. And also the French boys, my faves, didn't yeah. they had an excellent tournament this year? I have to say, mm -hmm. even the French boys who are up and coming, they mm -hmm. showed themselves really well. The yeah, French boys were out there playing and whatever the case may be. 
But I just have to say, Mahout, you know, you my um, you my babe's best friend. Keep your kid off the cold, please. please. I know. Stop it. I am serious. I am serious about this. Over it is it. really. I mean, like we have this. That, that hand has been overplayed by now, and it's very problematic that you have your kid. Um, it's very it's problematic your <laughs> kid needs to, his happiness needs to be he get his homework done he does his chores and whatever he oh, listens to you it can't be whether daddy and because mahout you ain't that kind of dude if this were federal <laughs> children i could be like okay they're used to daddy winning they've seen tons of videos and they could turn around and be like daddy why are we not winning anymore right we missed this shit Right, but oh, you are so Nicole. wrong, Nicole. Nicole. <laughs> Boo. You know you what are, I mean? This, yeah. You cut yeah. it out, yeah. right? I yeah. felt the whole thing. I, you know, you're man. not even song. You're not even on Sangha's level. Not even on Hoshi's <gasps> level. This is his family. Stop I it. Understand that, but love your kid. Your kid, you should. Your kid, love and acceptance and all of that. Tied to your tennis. It you sound really, really, really not nice right now. <laughs> I'm telling you, the I'm telling you, look at this thing. Step away from it. It's, it's a weird. cute moment. I get it's all weird. of that. But here's the thing, Mahout. You ain't the only one with a kid. Lots of people got kids and don't know. <laughs> Women got kids. You know what I mean? Like, what is your point? My point stop is having that stop, your kid run out the on the tennis court. court. Exactly. What do you care? Either way, really. What does it it's do? Weird. It's, it's weird. weird. What's so weird because about it's, it? It's been happening over and over like and over again. Soothed by their kids, but anyway, you don't like what? I don't like parents being soothed by their kids. Oh. Because but it's a tennis true. match. You lose these things all the time. Huh. You win and I you lose kids, tennis. So exactly. That's why this is so interesting right no, now. No, <laughs> you listen. I'm not we speaking, don't no, have I'm not kids because it's, it's like only. we don't but have I mean, kids. But it's not something that only parents understand. I think your kids shouldn't be up on a tennis match. It's not. It's not the. It's your job. It's like when parents bring their kids to work. I don't like it either. You uh, loved it when um, Steph Curry's little girl was always on the sideline. Oh, oh no, I didn't. Oh, I never did it. No, honey, mm -mm. that was not. Oh, me. was it you? Okay. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Huh. I immediately thought that was uncute in about two minutes. No, I mean because it's not like wait one at a time, one at a time. Sorry. This Go is ahead. not a situation, okay, I can understand if they're in the finals, right? Like he was cheering him and maybe it's the point that he sued in the kid because that's what happened last year. Because <laughs> last year, I think when they lost the French Open, um, the kid was upset and then you um, said, you know, don't worry, we would win the next one for you. And mm -hmm. Nico was just like, stop telling him these things because you can't guarantee this man. <laughs> and then he was like, no, it's okay. And they did win the next one. And you know, but the thing about this, it, it's it's tennis. You lose and win matches all the time, not just him, any and everybody. You understand what I'm saying? So for your kids' emotional state to be rested, I mean, look at Federer's kids. I'm not even oh trying to be just God. like take a chair left. Those kids are coloring, they're picking each other's nose. I mean, like they even saying, Oh, isn't Rafa gonna win today? I mean, like Confederate <laughs> kids are salty. I mean, mm. exactly. I mean, like the daddy. Let's just be one hundred, okay? And their mother as well, because you know she don't, she don't play either. But I'm just like, it, it's just this sort of like a manufactured moment. It's no different than when you know Djokovic brings out the quote unquote random dude to dance on court. Boo! <laughs> 
that's stage. You know what I mean? These kind of like productions are boring. We we could make tennis much more fun. You know, like wow. I mean, so I'm, not, what? I'm not hating at the kid. I didn't know this was such a big deal. Like, I don't really care about it either way. I don't care if the kid's there you or not. What? But you I'm not offended by it. You know what's so funny about this? This reminds but clearly me. lots of you are. I'm this looking at the timeline me. and they're like, cut it out. This is stupid. Like, <laughs> you I know don't give a fuck. This reminds me of when you were going to you were going off about TFO and I was so confused <laughs> <laughs> about the TFO photo shoot. <laughs> uh, yes. Oh, oh. <laughs> you know, your your rant is like on par with Reels' rant for you now. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> But Everybody just, just seems Leo, like, oh, it's a Leo. I am and... okay, my, my rant is legitimate. I'm just putting that out there, okay? Janina, not so much. Okay? Oh, no, her rant <laughs> is fine, too. Oh, I'm my joking. God. I'm joking. But, I mean, honestly, honestly, it, it's just that like it was cute for once. Twice, <laughs> maybe. It works so twice, you just don't there. believe that it's genuine. Okay. No. I know the kid no, loves it. But what I'm simply saying is clearly that someone's letting, listen to me. When I was that age, I couldn't even step two feet away from my parents when we're going out. So there's no way that kid is jumping away from whoever is keeping him there on the stand and running to meet daddy. Okay. That's not happening. Someone is letting him happen. This is happening all the time. Well, clearly okay? someone's letting it happen, but I just think it's no longer cute. It's just like <laughs> he's just letting you know. I need you to wrap that up and get yeah, it. Yeah, that's this okay. emotional um production they want to have us. And you know, maybe, maybe <laughs> it maybe it might be. Maybe it might be a situation where um, it's just the way TV is covering it. No, Maybe that's fine. Maybe the issue. Fine. You know, um, I mean, we've seen like, um, I've seen like Federer kids, you know, with him on the court, like the practice court, and they're playing and they're like, oh, daddy, you should be doing this differently. That's why he's, you know, like, oh, daddy, yeah, you need to come forward more often. Thank you, kids. We've been saying that before you were born. But motherfucker, don't listen to us. But I mean, the thing about it, how it's being covered, it's just like, Stop acting like if you know that these tennis players are not human, that they don't that you need to some extra production to happen to get to their emotional, you know, being they're full-fledged human beings. And I just don't think his kid needs to come on code all the time to know he really is upset that he lost the match. Hmm. I know, Nico, we know it. You finally decided to take tennis seriously when you're in your 30s. We were trying to tell you this shit when you're in your 20s, but you know what? I get kids change you, I guess, but still boo. <laughs> Oh wow! Okay. Within the time, okay. All right. Really? <laughs> Moving on. So to the ladies. Hey. <laughs> oh, and while I'm on it, Bona, stop taking picture hugging up your dog. Ooh, that's uncomfortable. What? <laughs> <laughs> and I have no feelings, so that might be the issue. Moving on to the ladies. You know what it is? I think it is truly because you have no feelings. Because these are the two guaranteed. Karen, I know, and I talk about winner. it all the time, right? People I talk about their, it all the time. People and their children and, and pet, people okay? and their pets. <laughs> I know, know I'm, I mean? left, I'm left cold by both as well. <laughs> you know what I mean? If you don't have a kid, get a pet, okay? <laughs> I talk about this. That this is why Sasha would always get more play than Dominic team. Because Sasha got himself a puppy. <laughs> and that's <laughs> that's how it works. He's not getting out of room because of that. And I mean, when Sasha goes into the press conference and he says, you know, like, oh, I don't know if anyone will like me. 
but I know my pet would love me. I mean, everyone is just like, oh my God, have my babies. I'm going to have your baby. Listen to me. Real. Oh, you are out of control yeah. right now. But anyway, let's get You're to the getting, You all are getting a real sampling of Reels' mentality, which I absolutely adore. See, thank you. This thank is you. what our private conversations are. He's my favorite people. gay. That You know, you've got to have one gay. You can only yeah. <laughs> This is a lie. This is a lie. You know, her favorite gay is her definitely. Her favorite gay is see. not Reels. It's Chris. No, She's it's lying. <laughs> But he's a very close second. Um, um, yeah, that's the podcast. You, got, you should also listen to that. I should always plug that podcast. Outrageous. It is an amazing podcast. You should check it out. No, and that's it's not. Chris her makes me mad game. every time. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, guys. Let's, let's not get another rant going. Wait, wait, wait. Can we close out? Let's just close out the men's side. Um, okay. So let's give Sasha a clap for getting to week two. Congratulations. <laughs> Let me just go, you know, um, I told, um, I told um, Dima that I would, you know, say it again. You know, Sasha did well, get into week two. And so did several of my faves. Karen, he got yes. to week two. Um, who else got hey? K, yeah, you know, okay. K, is a, K is a substitute fave, okay? <laughs> you know what I mean? K is a fave because he's my good friend, my good Judy fave. It's, Janine, yeah. it's Andrine's fave, so therefore he is my fave. And who else got to the second week? Um... You know who did a good job? I mean, let's be Benoit Pair. I mean, you yeah. gave a shout out to the Frenchies, but also Benoit Pair getting up. I'm almost taking it to K. That was a surprise. Almost. almost. <laughs> the story almost. of his career. He oh almost. almost. But then also a good but it's funny. A good shout out to probably the match that should have been a final, but was would never be a final as long as Rafa's playing. Is the Stan. City pass match. I think that was the best. Oh, it's fun time. That might have been the match yes. of the tournament. Talk about that on Monday. Yes, that was a good match. And I was happy that you know the right person. You know what? Actually, no, I'm sorry. It's like that finals again today. It's just like I really wish that none of them could have won. That's <laughs> oh my what I really <laughs> Your best. Okay, fine. You can't. Honestly, these are impossible asks. But, but exactly, <laughs> it is impossible. But I would say, um, minus in the people, the tennis was okay. Unless his yeah. was cheated, but the tennis was okay. <laughs> well, that's kind of how you do it on clay. But um, so <laughs> I think um, yeah, that was a really really good matchup. I think I and I, people who floundered on the men's side, fuck mm, Yeah, but but you know, um, I have to say that you know, um, I have to also say Benoit sort of floundered. That you know, one thing you have to take in clay more than any other surface, you have to take your motherfucking chances. Yeah. You just got to take it every single time, you know? Really, at least never leave the court thinking that you didn't try hard enough on a lot of those breakpoints because Benoit served for that match so many times. Yeah. I mean, like, neither player should have... That match should have never been a fifth set, a five-setter, but mm. both players decided at the wrong time to play shitty tennis. But, you know, it was still a good match. And it showed, you know, Benoit, hopefully, don't become a Nico, Okay. Make sure you get your shit going before you hit your mid-30s because but not everybody like Rafa and Federer. Kai is also a disappointment because that was a horrible match between you and Rafa. That was poor. We know Rafa's playing well, but that's still bad. Um, but then again, I guess Fed didn't do any better, right? So let's see. Um, I'm say next time y'all have this player council meeting, since Rafa is just, just waiting for his phone to be charged, y'all discuss this shit. Discuss how to beat him at Roland Garros. <laughs> Really, because Dominic got the memo. Okay, Dominic understood you have to take Nole out, <laughs> and he did that. So to ask Dominic to take out Nole 
Andy Vidal, that's too much. I know. You gotta, really you, gotta miss, you gotta rearrange everything. You know, so I'm I'm gonna give Dominic really deserved this plate. I really wanted Rafa to get that plate, but Dominic, you deserve that plate not because you lost to Rafa, but because you beat Dominic um Novak. So you know what? <laughs> Make sure you steal that plate. Don't give that but don't give it back to them. Take that plate. I mean, home. he might want to ask Rafa to come over for dinner and serve cheese and crackers on it. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll I give back those breadsticks. Ooh. I think the ultimate win, though, is that we stop the no lay stamp, no lay slam too from happening. So mm. that's that's kind of the upside of it. All right, let's just get to the Barty party already, can we? All right, the Barty party. So, which means we're not we're not going. We're no, we're stay, we're overstaying. Um, the Barty party. How was that for you? Um, mm. listen, listen. It is clear to me. I'm going to establish this from the get. It is clear to me that Barty is a very, very, very popular winner. She's mm-hmm. definitely well liked in the locker room. Um, um, that's a good thing, I guess. Um, but I watched that match, and it was a snooze fest. Um, I did not watch the match, but the scoreline looked like a snooze fest. It was just, I just- I mean, she didn't have an opponent, and I'm I feel bad for Marquetta because that happened to her. Marquetta, based on the based on her what she said, I think she was just happy to get to the final. Um, she wasn't. She didn't sound particularly upset by her performance in the final. I would have been upset if I paid for that. But, um, but I think that <laughs> Marisma, you were silent though. Marisma got none to say. And I think before you continue, I just want to qualify this yeah. by saying, and I think this is one of my problem with a lot of these situations. So very often, and you. Not that the market value is really means anything. Yeah, it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. But you know, it, it does show that you know that it is predictable. I have been to the US Open Ugh. semifinals, women's mm-hmm. semifinals several times. And it's just and an, you know, I've followed along for many years. I think the last it's not very often that they're very competitive. Uh-uh. I don't know whether by the time you get to that point, people are exhausted, yeah. you know what I mean? Because of the heat yeah. and humidity. And the same thing happens here at the um it wasn't Central. worse than the Serena. It wasn't like the Serena versus Wozniacki final, though. Right. It wasn't that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, but that mm-hmm. was just about moment of Serena. Whether Serena knows who's going to, whether Serena can beat her nerves, you know, and get yeah. to number 18. But I would say that we, this is not, to say that the match was piss poor, it's not a slack against women. No. It's, it's just, just, it just a tenet, it wasn't a competitive match. It really wasn't. I don't know whether Marquette did wasn't hadn't played on Roland Garros, but you know the she coach Cops and, um, on Chatrier. Yeah. But the coach Cops ain't got nothing to say about that though. <laughs> well, so Marquette had not been there, and maybe, maybe that may have contributed to it. But you know, this was all a bag of nerves, and I mean, it was the same thing we had in a lot of these, um, even the U.S. Open finals. That was a bag of nerves from Serena. You you didn't get two complete players weren't on the side of the court. I saw someone even wrote some bullshit, you know, like, oh, Steffi Graf played a perfect match in 1988 when she beat someone six love and six love. Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what that? that shit? Like, what are yeah. you doing here? Who wants that? I mean, like, you want to feel that when you get to the finals, that both players wanted it. I mean, I think I thought the French, the Australian Open was a, a decent finals. That was a better I, final. I mean, better final. I remember anyone. Osaka beat Halep. Okay. But you know, even last year, French Open, that was sort of no, exciting. Wasn't it, wasn't it Petra? Yeah, Petra. Yeah, okay. Oh, no, no. Osaka, um, Halep lost to Wozniacki when Wozniacki faked the knee injury. Oh, that I forgot. Oh, that. Yeah, oh, yeah, before. Even that was sort of a. I mean, like, at the very least, give us three sets. 
it might not be three sets of pretty tennis, but at least you feel like, you know, like there might be some doubt and inevitability to what's happening here from the beginning. Marketa was lucky she didn't got us but I think it's really tricky. Listen, I get it. You know, I think most of these kind most of these talks we have through DMs because nobody wants to feel like they're trashing the WTA, right? Or they're trashing the ATP. We can trash the ATP all the time, and it seems like that can stand because it's the ATP and it's men. But if you say something that makes it seem as none of us are questioning the value of women's tennis. I mean, we're black people, so we're not questioning the value of anyone in that way. Um, so I think maybe that makes people initially uncomfortable because if you say it was a bad women's match, that means all women's matches should be canceled. That's really, right. we're never gonna go down that road. Um, and I think people, listen, I'm no big Carol Bouchard fan, but when she made the point that, um, you know, people were bitching about the fact that the men's match went long and, but at least they got a chance to have a part of the men's match and the women's final. Listen, that is not discounting the women's final. I know it sounds like that's some sort of thing like, oh, well, these men are buttressing the women, but you know what? It's the same in the reverse. If I had a short men's final and a women's match had preceded it, I'd be happy. It's about time there. If you got your ass up, put on clothes, paid expense for mm -hmm. final, which is more money than any other part of the tournament. Exactly. You do not want to leave in an hour. You don't. Mm -hmm. Nobody does. And so if for some reason or some way they finagle a way for you to get three hours of tennis, you, the person sitting there, is actually quite happy about it. You're not making a judgment claim about goodness or badness of any of it. You're just happy that you got three hours for the amount of money that you put down. And so I, mean, I that's something memorable. You got you, you saw yeah, people you the semifinals. The yeah. women's semifinals were far more competitive and interesting yeah. than this finals. Exactly. And that's what was that was that was disappointing to me. Yeah. Because but, you know, you can't control it. That's the thing about the tennis. You can't control you can't control any any tennis match, but it's always more disappointing when it's like a culminating event and you want to believe that the end is gonna be better than anything that came before it. But and, and part of that the said, reason why the you to do it is then they charge you more. <laughs> and, and with that said, I think the, the men's final city was piss poor as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Compared this, this final weekend was just trash. Yeah. It was complete trash. So any, and, you know, and I have to say this, you know, and let me be very clear. A lot of the people who are all here saying that people are trashing women's tennis, they are trashing women's tennis. It's they themselves. I saw someone tweet something in where, where Marketa, um, David Cortiza. I mean, I guess he's still smarting because, you know, Petra dismissed him. And I get that, you know, you're mad and you're salty. He says some shit, you know, like, oh, Marketa doesn't play strokes like most of these other ladies out here. She played tennis. No, the fuck she don't. <laughs> you know what the shit she showed up in that finals doing. And then, you know, and then Courtney, you know, WT Insider co-signed that mess. What are you doing? What is that? That is just as problematic as um Ozula's um comment, you know, like, oh, here are women shaking their hands. It's a rare thing. Girl, if you mad at somebody, you know, I, I don't understand this. Like, we are setting the bar so low for women's tennis and talking about it. Like, these are just messy. It's sports, okay? I don't care who we, I don't, I don't, it don't, I don't care the gender, okay? It's just that you need to come out there and be competitive. Sports is the closest we can get what we should be getting to bloody battle royale, okay? Where yeah. people could be fighting and punching each other figuratively with the sport equipment and then no be no real quote-unquote blood, you know, and nobody dies. You know what I mean? It's supposed to be hard fought. It's supposed to be aggressive. It's supposed to be fighting for it. 
I do not want to come out here and see breadstick and then, you know, just a bag of nerves while we end up with four games. Because if, if Ashley Body is was any sense of the person, she would have run away that said six one six love. She had almost break point in every single of Marquetta's game. Well, luckily she didn't run away with it, or else the match would have been even less um stellar. I mean, there's not, but it's no reflection on it's just the way it was. It just wasn't a good match. Um, I wasn't interested in it, I wasn't excited by it. Barty's not my favorite. I don't find her interesting to watch um as a player per se, but clearly she's got a great personality. People like her, and she was a very popular champion. I didn't know that WTA players could tweet congratulations to others. I it's rare. I, I I didn't know we could do that. Um, and so, <laughs> like, I, well, they do it all the time. They just don't do it for Serena. Let's be real. I mean, I mean, or they do it to the men. You know what I mean? I've seen them tweet at like, "This is amazing to watch you win this thing" or what have you. So I feel like you know, Serena, she's, I mean, she's like, definitely a popular person in the locker room, actually, and I think that was really important. But people. it wasn't interesting. It wasn't an interesting final. Let me tell you all something. If I was a sports person, which I'm not, like an athlete, and I was winning. I don't give a fuck if my competitors don't tweet at me because you know what? They shouldn't. They should be mad at me. No, because I, I should, no, nice. because here's the thing. Because <laughs> I mean, like, I guess after the fact, listen to me. Um, one of the greatest rivalry people like to talk about, which ain't really a rivalry, Chrissy and you know, Martina. They yeah. used to be cool friends when Martina was a little bit chubby when she was eating all those cookies, and then her coach <laughs> be like, That girl ain't your friend. Stop fucking with Chrissy, okay? Don't fuck with Chrissy. And they they didn't talk to each other a lot. They used to play doubles together. I think they actually even won a couple majors together. They used to be really cool back in the day. And then when, when Martina was on a mission, she needed to get to, you know, win everything in sight. She was just like, she hunkered down. She started to do the squats and whatever. And she said, fuck, bye-bye, Chrissy. She won't tweet in these people. She won't doing shit. She ain't got time for that. She got a job to do. And right about now, they're best friends. They go to each other weddings. All, well, I mean, Martina goes to all of Chrissy's wedding. You know, she got so many. Um, and that's cool. Be friends in the old age. You know what I mean? I don't give a shit because you know what? Nobody really believes Federer and Novak are besties. And no one's saying shit about that. We don't care. <laughs> I need you to come out there and fight and be competitive because that's what we're paying for. I'm not interested in your friendship. I got friends in my own life to be interested in. I don't care about you because you know what? I'm not interested. If I would be interested in your friendship, if I saw the real friendship, right? I see you are hanging out and conversation, but to be imagined friendship on court, what the fuck is that? So a little two seconds handshake. That's real friendship. I don't even shake my friends. It's all about hand. whether or not you're being good sport. Come on. <laughs> but, they're not, but they're not cursing each other, fighting each other. It I doesn't don't matter. Listen, you know how tennis fandom goes. If there's not a warm embrace and a genuine handshake at the net, then somebody's a bad sport. They're not. You're not allowed to be pissed off because you lost in tennis. We don't do Aunt that. Janina, we live in 2019 where motherfucker roll up in the White House doing right? goddamn shit. We got right. so many right wing whatever. Up, we don't have time for fake pleasantries. <laughs> just to sue well, you with but some people bullshit. expect that. We That's don't the truth. Have people time expect for that. that. Because you know what? While y'all are busy stroking yourself and getting excited over some fake fuckery, somebody's doing real damage on the outside with real policies. Okay? Well, 
Well, we're not going there. Cut that. We're not right going now. there. But I'll I mean, shut you down because you will go forever. The final itself was no reflection on actually the whole. I I thought the women had a really great tournament, mm -hmm. which I don't think was necessarily reflected in the final. In the end, correct. That's a very good way yes. to put it, Andrew. Yes, yes. the very, so, the very, the, the ultimate match did not live up to the excitement that happened because I mean, which is also you know, really sad. The, it's really tricky when that happens, right? Because that's the match that was played on NBC. Right in a, like a normal time frame. So that's the match that the world got, got to see. see. That doesn't yeah. normally get to see tennis. And what do you give them? A fucking boring ass shit show. <laughs> I mean, With no, two names messy. that nobody fucking knows. Nobody oh, knows. Did, Listen, nobody knows who they are. Articles. I saw an article that came across my timeline from a, I think a pretty well respected writer from the New Yorker, mm -hmm. telling us why we should know Ashley Barty's name. And I was thinking to myself, why are you telling me? that I should know her. She's 23 years old and she's been playing tennis. If I don't know her, why is that my problem? Like, what is that about? Right. Like, not our jobs. I mean, there are lots of sports where I don't even watch the sport and I know who that person is. Right. So, so I don't know what, I don't know what I was supposed to do about it. And then she wanted to explain to me why Ashley Vardy was so great in that final that we, I all don't give a fuck that she used to play whatever cricket. <laughs> I, I don't care. But you know, she doesn't play cricket. But no, like, I really don't care. Why is this such a, so she's a, is, is the emphasis like her, her great athleticism because she I guess, is I a is is a multiple sport athlete. I mean, because she's not the first person to do that, and she's also not still doing it. So, I mean, there have been there have been men who have played multiple sports at once. I mean, so why is this? I don't I don't know. I just feel like I feel like sometimes tennis We're is being so stupid. We're to love somebody. <laughs> Wait, We're being well, we must hold love on, reels. Hold on. Mm -hmm. I I just feel like it's. There's nothing else to give us, so you have to make something that's not really exciting, exciting. That's what I think. And is also, that you know, the thing is, I think you're right. And also, listen, some some game styles might very well be complicated, which is how they're selling her game style, complex, nuanced, all that. But the interesting thing is um, it didn't play well on TV. It wasn't interesting to watch. I mean, that might, you know... You know, give me a ball basher, give me a whaler, give me a whatever. But those matches had energy. Those matches have people with personality. Those matches like make draw you in. They make you want to care. They make you want to pay attention. I mean, I remember the Ostapenko Simona Halep match. That was ridiculous. Ridiculous. I mean, was it as clean as this one? Was it as pretty? Maybe not. But you know what? That's not what mattered. What mattered Entertain was me. it was entertaining. And I was rooting for one over the other. And I was feeling the energy. That's what that comes down to. And it's like, we sometimes you sometimes you luck out and you have that. And sometimes you don't. And that's why nobody knows who Ashley Barty is outside of Australia and a few really, really good tight people who follow tennis. And that's okay because tennis, again, is a niche sport, especially within the U.S. I won't claim it elsewhere. I'm yeah. I know, right? Home girl is like, we should know Ashley Body, Bitch, we can't see Ashley Body anywhere. <laughs> we didn't see Ashley Body if you didn't have Tennis Channel and Tennis Plan Plus. We only saw Ashley Body if you were lucky on the weekend. Where would you see her and where would we know exactly. about her? And that's what I don't you know, like. And she's not that interesting to us because the story you want to tell us is that she used to play um, cricket. Guess what? And I don't we, know shit about cricket. We don't play cricket here, so that's not interesting. So. I don't know nothing about she's cricket. interesting nothing. to Australian Europeans because they see every single match body got. They well, saw it. I don't. And this is, I, and I bet that article did not tell us 
we have a problem with knowing who Ashley Body is on any of these lovely women on the tour because we can't see them. I can't <laughs> no. love somebody I can't see. Well, Tennis Channel is saying, you know, now that they are the home of the WTA, they're pumping that. It's every other fucking commercial. So you should get more Ashley Barty. Okay, good. That's I don't cool. know. I don't know who because she's, I ain't paying for Tennis Channel. Well, she's um she's the, she's gonna be the new number two, right? So I, I listen, I don't know. I and I don't care. That's the thing. Say, I like I, I really feel a um filler, I mean, oh, please. Yeah, I was every time they tell me Ashley Body was 23. I'm like, how? Feel you like, you're not doing a good job. You you making these young women look like mother matrons. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Stop it, stop it, stop it. I know, I know. We can't go down that road. Um, but um this so is the same thing with Kim. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. But Kim was fun to watch. Yeah. She was oh, because Kim had different competitors. So that was yeah, she had different competitors, but I, I, mean, I mean I enjoyed her game a lot. No, more. no, Kim Kim was rolling up into the semis finals and quarterfinals with this kind of score line. And <laughs> then when the second week hit, Kim was playing some top cell because she was playing tougher competitors, right? And yeah. Kim was running around that backhand, which is something you never see, right? She was going for the forehand. So I mean it was a different style and different times. I, I mean I I I think WT it was a matchup problem. It was a right. problem. Like I think they need final, to stop telling us we should love it because it's women. That's that's a doing a disservice to the women. Well, because you we mean, love it because of what it is already. We're not those people. I mean, exactly. it's not like, we're not going to run around telling you to love us because we're black people. Um, we exist and we are going to be here forever. So it is what it is. But I'm just like, and I get it. Like, I get that. I get that the desire to sell it that way. But it was just a bad matchup. Like, I think that. I think when people thought those two people on paper, they play both. They both play such interesting games, and they both have the slides. And but you know what ended up My happening? Petra was Petra, but I, I but, but Petra. they didn't have but they didn't have contrast. Do you know what I mean? And like I mean, I there is something to be said for potentially seeing somebody wailing on that ball and then seeing it go up against maybe like an Ashley Barty or the reverse, which is actually the final I wanted, which is like a, a, a Marquetta versus a Amanda final, which I think probably would have been a little yes. bit interesting. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, Amanda so, played herself though, girl. Yeah, I know. Amanda that should have been there. Oh. Yes, Amanda was girl. I don't know, you You took your foot off the break. I think yeah, she saw, that's a lesson she learned. saw that's that a finish lesson line, learned. right? so far away <laughs> yeah no that's a lesson learned for her you know what I mean getting to the semis of a fan of a slam and then doing that yeah she, she you blinked. were up three love in the second set and then collapsed basically you just she collapsed blinked. she blinked I mean I'm sad about it because she she gave us a Ashley Barty and Marquetta final mm. oh God <laughs> Which I know, I think we're like probably going to be the only podcast who's going to be a downer about that. But it just wasn't, it wasn't fun. It wasn't. Yeah, none, none of uh, these finals were at all. It I didn't even, I mean, I, w I didn't watch it because I had something to do. But I wasn't I was, uh, compelled. I did, too. I did it at work. That's I wasn't like, compelled to watch it. I didn't want to watch it. I didn't feel like I was missing anything. You weren't. And I was watching it on the phone with a diehard WTA fan. And we were like, so let's wrap this up. What was you? Did you have a favorite moment? Did you like it? Did you hate it? What? What's this, was, this was one of the better RGs, I think, in some time on the men's right. side. But I don't think this was the best RG we'd seen on the women's side. I thought maybe last year's women's RG was a little bit better, just also because the final at least gave us 
<laughs> you know, I, it's because I put out in the universe. Give me a Simona flow <laughs> and repeat. You know what I mean? Give me I that. Mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I would have been satisfied with that, you know, not to take anything from the body party. But yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? It would have been a sexy look, you know, like, oh, we have a repeat of the, the so finals from last year. The challengers get a redo. <laughs> they get to redo this shit. You know what I mean? And that could have been a nice hype and, you know, you know, like, oh, this is, I can tune in for this. But then, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Because, you know, Dominic scheduling, whatever the case may be. Um, I would agree with you, Andrina. I thought that some of the minor matches, matches throughout the weeks, the two weeks, were really exciting and competitive. And I saw a lot of um, young people that I think would be excellent and who might have a decent future ahead of them. You never know. Um, because I'm, I worry about um, Amanda Silver uh, mm -hmm. and Amanda Silver because, you know, there's always some young blonde American girl that Christopher Clary is going to tell me I should be interested in. And then Christopher <laughs> Clary forgets to write your obituary when she disappears. Sorry. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the, thing about the w that's the thing about the WTA, though. There's so many. There's so many great ladies, and they all have this really massive run, and then, like, they just kind of go away, and then they come back around again, and then they're... They, but here's like, the thing, though. Oh, you never here's, know. But here's the thing, how that thing messy, right? So many great ladies, but as soon as Serena show up, the press cleared away for Serena only. <laughs> well, you know I mean, I mean? they like, well, they hate and love dem dominance at the same time, right? That's true. They hated I, her dominance. They hate and love black women at the same time. Like, <laughs> well, be very clear about that. Well, be very ones, clear about that. The ones, that, the ones, there's some blacks. There's some. Not all blacks are problematic. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's just put that out there. But I mean, I, I would Hi. say the whole um, Gifoja, you had an excellent first week, and but then a the second week, okay. yeah. Yeah, and someone get Marisma TV show, please, please. <laughs> no, I was a little. I have to say, um, what about you? Um, what about your sense of it, uh, Janina? You've always you're always a little bit hit and miss with some of the slams. I feel like you got a you got a chance to see a lot more of this one. I feel like I watched a lot. I just remembered again why I'm just not a fan of the clay. I just <laughs> it is my least favorite surface. It always has been. Even when I'm enjoying it, I go, God, what is this going to be over? It's so long. It's it so long, you know? So, I mean, I just, I'm glad it's over. I am. True story. I won't mm -hmm. watch any more Clay either. Like, I know there's a little bit more, but I'm not watching that shit. Yeah. So, I'm ready for the grass. Yes, yeah, so am I. Nick, I'm with you, right? French Open kind of sucks. <laughs> but um, but you know what? Say, um, before we get blown out of here, you know, because wait, apparently, wait, wait. No. disappointing. I was disappointed that we lost some of the younger boys early. I was sad that Felix didn't get a chance to get a nice <laughs> right to even play. <laughs> yeah, I like that. You know, like considering some Felix. of the people who had been doing well lead on the lead up to French, it felt kind of like sad that they they kind of didn't go anywhere. Like I thought the same thing with TFO. Even the same thing with the young, the other young Canadian with the the same Felix, Felix. not Felix, the other one, Dennis Shop that everyone Shop loves. Bro. I mean, I thought Shop like Shapovalov, yeah, like I thought his energy was gone. You know, I it was kind of weird that at the end of the day, the men's tournament kind of settled back into names that we knew. Yeah, and there was all of these like young kids. There was a lot of young people. France should be really proud of themselves on the men's side. They really showed themselves out there, and I mean considering this very top heavy you know um yeah i mean getting to the second week 
is the accomplishment, basically. You know what I mean? And then also, let's also say a prayer for Monfils, who I feel has both lost on and off court. Oh, well, maybe, Jesus Christ. I'm just saying maybe <laughs> they decided to get smart and not put their relationship out there for public display. Well, but you know what? I would say that Monfils has a history of doing this mess. What because mess? he and um, Dominika Sabolkova had once posed for a magazine and where she's draped around his neck, if I'm not mistaken. And then pretty soon after that, relationship was kibosh. Um, and then I was rem I was sent some kind of email from somebody, I don't know who it is, um, like some, you know, press junket, whatever, saying, you know, um, what's her name? Svidolina was giving, was explaining her relationship with Monfisa, just talking about it. And not even uh, two weeks, a week after that email came through, I saw everyone confirming, okay, they had a name for them, Gems or some shit like that. Gem life, mm -hmm. I found it. I loved it. It's gone. Of course gone. you did. It felt personal to you. It Look. did. I got to see Monfils in bed. I mean, that was, that was probably... Listen to me. Like what y'all should know <laughs> is that Andrine orchestrated the end of Gems' life. You know that. Cut it out. <laughs> she has one gem in her life that she likes, and that's it. She got no use for any other gems unless it's stoned, Okay. <laughs> Just putting it out there. Oh wow. Maybe maybe Monfils was just really upset by that team dumping. <laughs> that was a bit that was a bad beating. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, that relationship me got herself a man and she then eventually married that man. Oh, but you know, as the grass is coming, you know, let me just put give a shout out to our friend of the podcast, Tony, for his wonderful calendar. And it tells yeah, I, me that the Hockenbosch, which I think is in Holland. Uh -huh. um, there's an ATP and WTA tournament starting tomorrow. There, I mean, qualifications are going on at this week. Praise be uh, to grass. God is there for the men, and we have Nottingham, which is one of those, you know, they all got the same kind of name, right? Like Fever Tree Life or some shit. Mm -hmm. some, they used to all be named, um, what was the sponsor before? Oh, they yeah, were, the Queen's thing, yeah. It was yeah, a, they all had an open. I yeah, was like, yeah, was like, yeah, it used to be an English name. I can't remember, like yeah, a brand. Was, yeah, but it was just yeah. the same thing. God, I'm stopped this nonsense. But anyway, so Nottingham is tomorrow for the WTA as well. So we have two ladies' events and two men's events. So one which is, one is, so which, um for you, Serena stands, which one is Serena showing up at? Hopefully um, all of them. <laughs> <laughs> she needs to play. Is there well, gonna roll up into Wimbledon without that three weeks of um yeah tournament? So what she has I need you all to vote. I need the likelihood. What do you think is the likelihood that Serena plays a tournament before Wimbledon? Even though she said she's she gonna play, play, I think she plays Birmingham. Well. I think Birmingham is the likelihood. You think she'll do Birmingham? We'll see. I hope she does. Is that not? I think that's one of the places one of our our friend of the podcast is going. Bridge P, let him know. I hope that's the one she shows up. At. <laughs> oh man! Uh, next yeah, week we have Birmingham, Halla, London, which is Queens Club, and my Mallorca, which is that um, WT. I Ooh, thought Mallorca was a men's event. No, it's a women's event, and you get and it's on grass, which is weird. And you get the return. Oh no, the great God for Rafa. That's what they did. No, and yeah. and you, and it's the um and it's the return of Andy Murray in doubles, right at Queens Club. Oh God. Oh my gosh! Sorry, Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just know that there's going to be so much hype around it, and I'm not ready. Girl. I'm not Listen, ready. Guess what? Guess what? You were saved the hype around. And, and Murray, and you, you were saved. saved the hype around Joanna Conta getting to this final. This is true. I'm so, so glad that didn't happen. Could you imagine a Conta um, win 
and a Murray return at the same time. Jesus, that would have been bad. Thank Listen, you, Kante is around. Kante is about to feel the pressure again. Remember, Kante went off everyone's radar, and now she made the semi. So <laughs> I, it's right in uh, time for Wimbledon. <laughs> yeah. Don't let Donna Vekic see you, girl. Don't let Donna see you. You know, Donna be, Donna be all in your team. I was kind of disappointed in Donna, I have to say, though. Donna, yeah. don't get your life. Yeah. This was an excellent opportunity. If actually body roll up in here doing this kind of mess, girl, I mean, you could have been in there, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, show Stan that you could be winning titles without his ass. Well, you know, maybe, maybe like Bree says, friend of the podcast, maybe, maybe someone's gonna show up and say, I too can take a slam. Let me, I too can leave when I want. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I mean, that that is exciting, and that (laughs) I would care about that if the WTA marketed themselves like that, though. Like you know, what I mean, anything Anyone can happen. Win. Anything can anything happen. Can happen. You know what I, mean? I think they try. I think but, they try. But, but, but they don't. They try too hard. Like you must like this person. There are too many people for me to like, and I can't <laughs> like everyone. You know what I mean? Think, and I'm so bad. I pick like four, and I don't really go back from it. So. That's how we operate in real life. I'm like, it's I'm like that favorite. person. I got like four or five favorites, and that's about it. You can't get me to care about ten. But, and um, Venus, like, girl, I see you, Venus. I see you here trying to dance and show those white girls up. Come on, Venus. Don't be doing your friends like that, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Venus, Venus at a party. You know what I love about Venus when she's outside of tennis? She's like, I am near 40 years old. I don't give a fuck about anybody. <laughs> I mean, she's right. kind of like that at the tennis, too. <laughs> that is true. You dance, girl. You dance with your, with your sparkler it, to best summon. I know what I mean. Like shaking your booty. Do and it. Let it be a point of encouragement. You know what I mean? Always do like Venus. Okay, what would Venus do? Skip the motherfucking pot. The motherfucking press, press conference. Skip the press well, conference. Also, also, we have to give a shout out to Daniel for your... All, I mean, you have been the Marquetta cheerleader, and to see a fave who has been like wandering around get to a final—that's amazing. Sorry she didn't come up. And she's stop. only nineteen. I feel like we're always that's talking why about I my- knew that name, Daniel. Yes, remember we've <laughs> been throwing her in our face. Mentioned that every nearly every podcast we have a draw final. Every draw. single one. But you know what? Right. And she has it's a ton of points to spend. She had the quarterfinal points, I think, to defend at um the US Open, no? At the US Open. You saw her live. You saw her live. (laughs) So ladies, this has been this is gonna be great. The ladies draw is gonna be fun. There's so many people who can win. Anyone drama girl said that Venus Moringa was the most interesting part of the fortnight. Girl, (laughs) I can't. (laughs) Oh, and let me just also say the Germans won the doubles, the the men's doubles. Um, you beat the Kiki French pair, you meet your yeah. Kiki. Kiki, that's right. You bring home you bring home a cup, okay? Oh, Somebody bring gotta bring home a cup. And oh yeah. Is I anybody think, else talking um, about any faves? Any other faves in the um in the chat? Andovich and um I think his Lokisha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tintan, yeah. Yeah, she won with um Dovich Dodich. Dodich, yes, yeah, yeah. Remember when Dodich used to do commercials in the in the subway? <laughs> Clothing commercial. <laughs> Does he not do that anymore? <laughs> <laughs> Ivan, every time I see Ivan Dodage, I think he's going to give me one of those, you know, those um, PSAs, public service <laughs> announcements, with the people who look like they just don't want to be there. Like, you just give it at those, like, you know, no. like kids. Don't, don't excuse me. Drop. That's not what he's giving me when I see him. Oof, I think uh, he's- 
very manly. Um. <laughs> you got competition, okay? Just putting it out there, okay? <laughs> Andrine wanted to sell some Croatian. In- <laughs> Listen, the Croatians work it for me, except for church. And let us not pretend like you out here loving Chilich. Get up, go relax. <laughs> I liked Chilich for a while. I did when he was a real loser. <laughs> I liked Chilich before 2014. <laughs> when he was a real loser, as opposed to a fake one. What does that mean? Cutting <laughs> no. out. I know. You know their points. You know their points in time when you love a player. Like that, that was like my affection for Delpo, which until 2014. Very well. Um, but anyone else had any memorable moments from the Fortnite before we shut this shit down? Yes. What? Nope. I guess everyone just like oh, us, right? We're yeah. so happy that this is over. What about Tony? Is it also? Oh, do we have? Let's see. We think Serena might show up in Birmingham, so that's a possibility. Right. Let's hope. Um, and we assume Venus is playing somewhere. She's gonna play Wimbledon, I guess. She doesn't somewhere. Anything else? She stuck around all of Europe. She says she usually leaves, but she's been hanging out. <laughs> Maybe we get lucky and Venus will play something else as well. I don't know, though. I haven't seen any hints mm. of it. Are they going to play doubles this year? I don't think. I don't know. I think they've given up on that. Yeah, right. that that's not. not. That didn't help either. Of them, They're talking right? about going to the Olympics. Mm. Okay. We'll see. I'm making that Olympic team. Wow. <laughs> so the next time you see you, next time you hear from us, we'll probably be oh, look at Faro Faro 10. Faro Faro 10 said the kid going out to my hood. Girl, we just talked about that, but you know, I'm happy that you were happy at that moment. Oh, good. Oh That's my good. God. I'm glad it worked for some Faro Faro loves CC Pack. Girl, have you ever listened to a podcast before? No, CC Pack is fine. <laughs> oh my gosh. Somebody, I would like to say, I would like to say that I'm very happy that the dirty Jesus name is taken off. Um, it is aptly applied to Tsitsipas in all forms of the way that name can be interpreted. And um, I somebody said, like your wine at the Last Supper. Dirty <laughs> somebody sent me a really great cover photo of Tsitsipas, and it's totally dirty, Jesus. I'm gonna have to share it with you all on my Twitter. Feed. Oh yes, and also, um, <laughs> thank you for mentioning this. Contar and Kiki Shonen known tacky journalists. It's not just tacky journalists. I think what they're both particularly kind of just like. Y'all need to do your jobs. Stop coming to to players and trying to and get some the labor, which is which is which is. Although lazy. I will say that um, Kanta surprisingly suddenly understands what sexism is. She didn't understand sexism when Serena was claiming it, but we'll let that. Uh, girl, you know that works. That white girl feminism. Um. So Kanta suddenly understands that court assignments and the way you're generally treated could actually have to do with sexism. But mm-hmm. she's not going to tell you about it. She just wants you to figure it out for yourself. Good luck um, with that. <laughs> however, I do. But I, I did appreciate her statement. I thought her statement. Oh, it's the true. And also, I would say that um, Nick Kyrgios. I mean, we do like you, Nick. Here, but I think you stole Tony's picture. Ooh. I think you proper creds. Although so, I will say, I will give credit. Give a check. <laughs> Send him a check. <laughs> <laughs> Although Nick. You will always go down in history for having claimed exactly the on the right thing about Roland Garros. It's a shit show. <laughs> and, and I'm so happy you didn't show it up, you know. And you know, it's funny because immediately after saying that, he started posting pictures of him and you know, a, a tweet of him and Kokonakas winning junior Wimbledon <laughs> the double. <laughs> Listen to me, you know, I'm not always a big fan of you know social media, but I just gotta say, Nick, these young children's game on the men's side. It's popping. Ladies, step up your game, girls. Step up your game. 
because Nick and Sasha, and I mean, I guess I have to admit CC fast because he's the perfect foil. I mean, <laughs> no, they are bringing it every single time. Every single time. They're bringing trash. Take They're bringing the floor, trash, I guess. Take it to the floor every single time. And I just <laughs> open everyone and shit in on Stephanos. I mean, what can I Stephanos alone. You need to tell his co-worker that. You need to tell his co-worker that. But anyway, um, so thank you all for listening and you know all the new fans that we get. And thank you for enjoying it. I hope you all enjoy the French Open, or at least some part of it. I mean, like, look. There were some all- good matches. There were some good matches. Yeah. We can't always get what we want. So, you know, and I just got to say, I mean, Ashley Barty and Rafael Nadal are the champion that I may not want, but it's one I totally all deserve, just saying. Yeah, just, and enjoy it, I guess. Guy I bet you're going to fix that shit next year. We're going to see something completely. <laughs> no, next, next year, next year, we will be getting lights. And we'll be getting night session matches, but they will. And the roof. You know what? We're also gonna get. We're gonna get the men's semifinal and the women's semifinals as one ticket. Please Bet do. You Please do. So, Please you do can bring. You can bring that ticket for a lot. the next day. <laughs> Listen, you can bring that ticket we just, the next day. Just bought ticket for the U.S. Open, and it can be done. The women play. Okay. The women play at seven o'clock on a Thursday, and the men start play at noon on a Friday. We can do it. One ticket. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. <laughs> and who who would have ever figured that the U.S. Open could offer advice to other slams? I mean, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Anyway, you know what? But I, I need y'all to take advice from Melbourne. They got that shit down pack. Okay, just saying. Speak to Australia. Somebody got to make that trip down there and talk to. I know the fans hate Craig Tealy, but you know what? He does his job. <laughs> it's a really good job. And the players all say it. ain't a, it ain't <laughs> like a happy it. slam because of drugs, okay? Because they can't <laughs> drug test it down there. <laughs> Every <laughs> single one of them. Every it's single a happy one slam because nobody's getting dirty. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody knew. Everyone showed up clean. Everybody showed up fit. <laughs> and rested. And we're barely going to have rain. It's going to be hot as fuck, but we're not going to, you know, we're going to have good play but anyway for and, and the, the the fans are knowledgeable and they love tennis but anyway so thank you all for listening and we will see you probably in two weeks mm-hmm. hopefully people in tennis do not feel any drug tests <laughs> i mean unless i don't like you do not do anything misogynistic do not say something racist please because you know what i don't want to come with a special and now i'm gonna get mad that we see these things you know but please Everyone, read some books. That's Stephanos. Read some goddamn books, okay? And stop throwing out medical terms and, and your mental um, issues out there casually. <laughs> okay? We'll get it together. Oh, Thank you all for joining us. And French Open Clay is over. <laughs> and that means Gustata and Bustata, whatever those click or terms that happen after the grass. Y'all need to change that shit, okay? (laughs) 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 Nobody likes clay. We (laughs) don't. Goodbye.